We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, LL Nation? Tapped in, Lucky Lefty Podcast. Brought to you by Anora Whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. It is that premium American whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. And if you drink, by all means, you have to drink responsibly. You got to do it responsibly. Interesting show today. A lot to get to, of course, for the Culture Friday. We will be going live to exclusive cuts with our guy Julio Cuts who is the barber to Marcus Freeman and the Notre Dame football team. He's also cut the Georgia football team at the national championship. He cuts Chicago Cubs, Chicago White Sox, Chicago Bears. He is the stylist to the stars. That's what I call him. The stylist, the hairstylist to the stars. He's been on with us before. We'll chop it up with him about some of the funniest moments of the season with players. And uh, we're going to have fun. It's for the Culture Friday. I already know. I already know. The Mackey Award has you guys heated. I already know. I already know. You guys are heated about the Mackey Award. We'll talk about that, man. We'll get to it. Well, I'll talk about some of the other awards because I'm upset personally about the Thorpe Award, which I think was – Highway robbery, just as much as the Mackey Award was. So we'll talk about that. But today's show is about the Marcus Freeman effect. We're going to talk about that, what we're seeing, and why we should feel better about this team versus the team a year ago. Because I think we kind of believed in a facade going into that Fiesta Bowl. And I think this team this season has given us the truth of what was left behind and what the foundation of the program was. And then we'll give flowers, of course, to the one and only sack leader in Notre Dame history, Isaiah Foskey, as he declared to go on to the NFL and also received his invite to the Senior Bowl. Left is in the building as always. Brought to you by Nora Whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. It's that premium American whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. And if you drink, by all means, you got to drink 
like the college football playoff committee, non-responsibly. <laughs> and whoever decided the Mackey Awards, they, they ain't drinking responsibly either. Oh, man. Lucky Lucky Podcast. You already know we spent it different. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Let's go ahead and start with the Mackey Award. Just, just, just start there. Let, let's, you know, look, college football awards. Go down the list of winners. Uh, you had the double for Caleb Williams, who received the uh, Maxwell and the Walter Camp Award. And then Davey O'Brien went to Max Duggan, TCU, and he also got the Johnny United's Golden Arm Award for the top upperclassman quarterback. Bronco Nagurski was Will Anderson. He got the double for the Begneric, also for Defensive Player of the Year. Lombardi went to Will Anderson as well. This is due. Will Anderson had one of the quietest, dominant college football seasons I've ever seen. I've ever seen. Two awards. Say it again. He won two awards. Three. <laughs> he won the Lombardi, <laughs> the Big Dark, and the Nagurski. He won all three. Dope Walker went to Bijan Robinson. We pretty much knew that was going to be the case, but letting the call went to Jalen Hyatt. John Mackey went to Brock Bowers. Remington went to uh, Oluwatimi from Michigan. He also got the Outland Trophy. And then the Buckets went to Jack Campbell from Iowa. I thought Jack Campbell should have won it last year. 
He's a fantastic linebacker. And then William E. Campbell Trophy for the top scholar athlete went to Jack Campbell as well. And then the Jim Thorpe Award went to Travis Hodges Thomason. That was some bull. My boy from Illinois was the best defensive back in the country. And it wasn't even close. It wasn't. And the closest one to him was the kid from Utah. I saw, I just watched him shut Jordan Addison down. I just watched him shut Jordan Addison down. That's right. In the Pac-12 conference game. Like, come on, man. Stop. Ray Stop. Went to Adam Corsack from Rutgers. Christopher Dunn, place kicker from North Carolina State, won the Luke Groza. And then the uh, coach of the year was Sonny Dykes. And the Broyles Award was Garrett Riley for top assistant coach. Look, I'm going to tell you something, man. Mike Elko, in my opinion, deserved coach of the year. But what he did at Duke, former defensive coordinators, I thought what Clark Lee did at Bandy this year was impressive. And I think what – Lincoln Riley's turnaround in that USC program. No, dog. You can't compare because you're know, getting a bunch of – come on. Stop. You still got to coach them. Stop. And they USC been in the pits for, for years. In the pits. That was – dude, are you kidding me? You considering seven and five and eight and four the pits? We're talking about Duke. Duke yeah. is like four, four, eight, five, seven, three, and nine. Come on, man. I, I mean, I understand. I'm not about to sit here and throw. Look, I'm not one of these people that get upset about the way things are in college football. If you can do it legally, I'm cool with it. If you go out and get a bunch of transfers to come in and put a team together and coach them right and get them to win, it's all a part of coaching in college football, in my opinion, bro. Shoot, NFL, too, watching Baker Mayfield pull that win off and I'm under 20 Amazing. I appreciate you. You helped solidify that number two pick for the Bears with that win. <laughs> we appreciate you in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huge. Huge Baker fans. And yeah, the Broncos and the Rams play each other yeah. coming up. <laughs> Just a step closer to Will Anderson or Jalen Carter. That's all. Just a step closer to Will Anderson. Y'all got two first-round picks, huh? No, no. We have to choose between the either or. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Will Anderson. That's, that's going to be tough. You got to pick Will Anderson. I don't you know. You got to have the pass rusher. I, he's I, he Will Anderson is not what y'all picked up uh Jalen's year. Who was that? The the pass rusher uh that that didn't pan out. Oh Floyd. Floyd, Leonard Floyd. He's not, not Leonard Floyd. Floyd. He's not Leonard yeah, Floyd. Yeah, yeah. No, he's a step up from Leonard Floyd. This is my only thing. This is my only thing. You remember that 2006 defense that went to the Super Bowl? Yes. Erlacher, Briggs. Briggs, Lance Briggs was nice. Tillman, like, man, beast. That defense didn't pop the way it did until they got Tommy Harris. Mm -hmm. Tommy, Harris Tommy Harris made everybody else better. He did. He made life better for Erlacher. He made life better for man. And if Jalen Carter is that type of dude on the interior, 
That's hard, man. That's just hard. To... It's it's gonna be tough. It's, it's uh, tough. you can't go wrong with either one, though. No, like, it's it's definitely going to be tough. No way they can miss this pick. No, no. <laughs> the worst GM can hit on this pick. <laughs> the worst. It's not hard. Even if you can move down three or four spots and pick up extra picks and still get one of the two, you're not losing. You're not losing. Man, you're not losing at all. So vitriol amongst Notre Dame fans for Rock Bowers winning the Mackey Award. Can I give my two cents? Look, I think Rock Bowers is just a – Look, I'm I'm not everything's about numbers for me. Yeah. Michael Mayer is statistically and you know got all the accolades. But Brock Bauer's a dude, man. Cool. <laughs> I don't know how you put that on the the Love. evaluation scale between the two. Left. <laughs> and I tell, I tell, you know, I try to be. <laughs> when I talk to Notre Dame fans on social media, man. Stop acting like Brock Bowers is trash. Yes. Stop. That's what I'm like. Let's, I don't. I get that we upset Michael our guy. Mayer, Michael Mayer should have won the match, and it really should not have been close this year. This In the year. same breath, Brock Bowers should have won the Mackey last year, and it should not have been close. It should not have been. But they weren't going to give it to a freshman. No. If you are this heated over political awards, we know these awards are political and business. We know this. We know this. How is Caleb Williams, the winner of two awards, player of the year, but not the best quarterback? Explain that to me. He's the player of the year. Yeah. He plays quarterback, but he's not the best quarterback in the nation. There is no rhyme or reason to any of this. And I, I just don't give a, a lot of credence to it, man. It's it's political. Yeah. Right. Just like we knew they was going to slip in Ohio State or Bama in that football play. We didn't need any, uh, you know, inkling. We just knew because they we know how the college football committee goes. And this is just another instance of it. I think Georgia's been the better team the last two years and and even this year. So, you know, when you're on the winning team, you're going to get more accolades. I think of my own team in high school. We got everybody getting offers now. Yeah, because we went to the, the final championship game. So, you know, more film, more opportunities. But Michael Mayer has done everything and then some to be in that room. I don't think there's much more he could have did to to earn that uh that award, but it's the same reason, you know, uh, David Robinson couldn't win a championship while Michael Jordan was around. You know, two great players, but it's Michael Jordan, just like it's Brock Bowers. I mean, he's just he's a really good player, uh, and Michael Mayer's a really good player. I think Mayer may have a, a more consistent. Uh, career in the league, but Brock Browers is a, a splash player now. You know he can he can do some freakish things on the field more consistently uh, down the stretch that I think 
Michael Mayer can provide, but Michael Bear, Michael Mayer is a productive tight end on all aspects. Man, look, and people can say people can say, well, look, look at the quarterbacks he was working with this year. It's a great point. You know what Georgia fans can say? Rock Bowers was literally splitting targets with another second round tight end. <laughs> like, like if you put him on Notre Dame, he probably has the same amount of targets, same amount of receptions, same amount of touchdowns. I mean, look, I understand the arguments both ways. Look, Bowers should have won it last year. Mayor should have won it this year. Yes, if they did it right. If they were if they were treating it right, that's how it should have gone. Bowers last year because they went to the championship. They'll probably go to the championship this year. But Michael Mayer deserves it. Um, but two great tight ends, man. I wish I had them both on my team. You ain't lying about that. That's man, just think about that. They have Darnell Washington and Brock Bowers. Darnell Washington's not. On the same team, man. Like, what do you what do you do with that, bro? What do you do with that? Like, play action is just. I mean they they playing with house money over there in Georgia. It's crazy. It's crazy. Seven, bro. It's a perfect number for most. And it's been darn near perfect for Notre Dame. As I said, Foskey has donned it for four seasons at Notre Dame. We gave flowers to Michael Mayer after he made his decision yesterday and released his post. Sometime yesterday, Isaiah Foskey did the same thing. Yep. And I just remember this kid, man, making, you know, making his mark on special teams. I remember when he committed and the promise he had. We thought he would be right behind Dalen at that point in pass Mm -hmm. rushers. And see him cut his teeth in special teams and continue to be a viable part of special teams. Like he loves special teams. And then to become the all-time sack leader at Notre Dame, supplanting Justin Tuck. Um, Man, tip your cap. The sweat equity, the hard work. And this is what we're talking about today, the Marcus Freeman effect. I think Michael Mayer and Isaiah Foskey are representative of what Marcus Freeman is establishing. let Let me point out this. I believe the 2021-22 Fighting Irish team was fraudulent in this sense. They had one loss to Cincinnati during the regular season. Then they lose in the Fiesta Bowl. But I think the record kind of overestimated who they really were. Just my opinion. I don't think they were a college football playoff win a semifinal game football team last year. I just don't. 
come to this year and you basically bring back leadership from that team and the expectations were the same or even better to make it into the college football playoffs. Not realizing that how important Jack Cone really was to that 21 team. And you come in with two first-time starters that are battling out, battling it out for the quarterback position, the starting quarterback position. And I'll throw myself in there as, the, as one of those that overestimated the lack of experience at one of the most important positions on the team. And you get eight and four, but you get locker room issues that Michael Mayer was transparent about after the BYU game. You know, you get parents being upset, parents of veterans that have been there, you know, going on social media, talking about what Brian Kelly would have done when, in fact, they didn't like him either. That's why I don't understand it. Like, why are you going on social media caping for this dude? You were just complaining about this dude. So there was a lot. There was a lot for Marcus Freeman, his staff, and his locker room to endure. But we finally got the truth, in my opinion, of where this program was, even last year. Yeah. It really wasn't a step back. If you look at the record, okay, fine. This is where things were. We constantly talked about how the program was viewed towards the end of Kelly's tenure nationally from a recruiting standpoint. Just short of a joke, and that's a fact. We talked to Carnell Tate multiple times. Carnell Tate told us, look, Tommy Reese was the only person that I really rock with. I never even talked to Brian Kelly. It's possibly the number one receiver in the 23 class. Possibly. Tommy's the only one I really talked to. Come on a visit. Brian Kelly don't have a relationship with. All that's changed. Total 180. One year. And this is, you know, we'll talk about the decommitment that took place yesterday. But this year has given us an honest assessment of what the program really was. Could it, an experienced quarterback and an experienced head coach have changed the record from eight and four to 10 and two? Yes. Mm. Yes. Yes. If Jack Cohn was the quarterback and Brian Kelly was the coach of this year's team, they're probably 10 and 2, 11 and 1. But guess what? They're no closer to a national championship. And that's the point. That's the point. They're no closer. Yeah. Because, yeah. To a national championship. What you have now is you have a true assessment. A true assessment being done by a very transparent head coach that's letting you know, look here, this is the way we're going to lay the foundation. We have to do it this way. And we talked about it earlier this week. There will be some evolution coming from Notre Dame. There will be some hires at the beginning of the year 
that you'll hear about that will impact how Notre Dame moves in the name, image, and likeness space and recruiting moving forward. Notre Dame is not going to, nor will they ever entice kids to come to Notre Dame with money. It's just not happening. It's just not the way they do it over there. If you sign on the dotted line and become part of the program, now we can talk. But they're not about to become Texas A&M with four or five people that got NIL deals leaving after their freshman year. Notre Dame's not jumping in that dirty pool. It's just not, you know. Will they move things around for the transfer portal? I will predict that there will be some slight changes. There's not going to be any plastic surgery, no BBL, for example, type of movement where it's drastic and it's quick. Nope. No. But there are discussions, in my opinion, going on with Marcus Freeman sharing things with Jack Swarbrick and letting them know this is what we need. And I believe Jack Swarbrick and the administration are going to continue to listen and be open and work with Marcus Freeman in the football program. But this is where we are. This is where we are, you know, and if a young man gets contacted (laughs) by a new coach at a school that has stunk for over a decade and wants to be drawn away because of money and wants to bring that up. See, this is the thing. I've said this before. Because NIL conversations are going to happen in recruiting. But when you have the conversation and then you decide to commit knowing the stance, but then get an offer and try to play the recruitment as if, let me go back and see if you can match this. So, dog, Marcus Freeman has been 100%. We're not playing that game. We're not playing that game. We're not doing that. We're not going for it. And that is where... I applaud his stance because it's not easy to do that. Well, I think it's easier watching the fallout from it. Your whole roster leaving as a freshman. I think that's a little crazy. Yeah. You know, and I'm, you know, some people might feel like I'm on my high horse right now. I just know if I had a son that was going through recruitment, no, we're not committed. Because my speech to him is, hey, when you commit, we done. When you commit, we're done. That's what you're telling him? Unless that coach is leaving. Is leaving. You take your time making this commitment. Because when you give someone, this is me, bro. When you give someone your word, that's it. We're done. I don't care what offer comes on the back end. We're done. Otherwise, otherwise, no, no, no. Otherwise, you can wait, son. You can wait until the night before National Signing Day. If that's the way you feel, wait until the day before National Signing Day. Hold on. Let's say, let's say, let's say he commits, you know, to 
Coastal Carolina. Why you give me Coastal later. Carolina, fam? Okay, UAB with Trent Dilford. That's gonna be a good program. So. Oh no, no, no. Give me dude. Give me oh, okay, North Carolina currently. North Carolina currently. And no, Marcus Freeman no, knocked down your door two Why weeks later. Why is my son committing to a mid-level school? I bet if it was reversed, your son would be committing to like Alabama or Georgia. Wait a minute. So you're saying that no, if no, he no, commits no, no. to the top school, you're not going back. You're not switching it up. This is Notre Dame is a top school, right? I was saying if it was Louisville with Jeff Brown. No, my son wouldn't be going to no Louisville with Jeff Brown. <laughs> that? No, he's oh, only committing to the right. top school. Let's get it right. You got to give a better IE than that. You need a better example, love. So Come he's on, only man. he's only Come keeping on. his word to the top schools, and then if no, 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 I'm just saying use a better example because my son will be talented enough to go yeah, to okay. the top school. Okay, That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, if we if we commit Notre Dame, we ain't turning back. Is what you're saying? Got it, dude. Look, all I'm saying is in this landscape, as a parent. Yeah, I know what it is. I know there are going to be more offers. If my son is good, he's going to pick up NIL offers. During his senior season, he's going to pick up offers from other top programs trying to get in late. Yes. I understand this, right? So my suggestion would be son, daughter, and another sport. Look, relax. Yeah. You got until December 21st. Don't be swayed because you're cool with people in the class and y'all got no. Make your decision on your own. Take now your is time. this now is this Don this is this the same conversation Dante Moore's dad should have with him? Yeah, 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 yeah. Should he stick with Dante's dad? Dante Moore's father should have should have stopped that silent commitment stuff. What you mean you silently committed? What are you talking about? No. You, <laughs> what are you silently committed? No. But see, I think I think Dante wanted to publicly commit. That's my personal opinion. I think the people around him wanted him to keep it on the low. You know what I'm saying? And so people, like, I'm against the bag. I'm not against the bag at all. That's the whole point of taking your time. So you can think about the bag. Because you know what's coming. You know what's coming. So no, if I was committed to a school and a certain coach just got hired and he's a big time personality and he comes a calling, man, coach, I appreciate your call. I appreciate it. But we done. We're done. Now, we're this, done. This is a caveat, right? Okay. We, we can get into Dylan Edwards. Dylan Edwards, okay. No, before we get to Dylan Edwards, because we kind of went off to the left, give your, your final thoughts on Isaiah Foster. I want to I wanna close that before we get to Dylan Edwards. Man, Isaiah Foskey, just a tremendous commitment to a program on an individual level to be able to achieve uh, supplanting a, another great DN that's came through here with Justin Tuck and and just the accolades that uh, accomplishing the sack record 
is at a place like Notre Dame, it's going it's going to be around for a while. So I think that with Marcus Freeman and and instilling that confidence in Isaiah Foskey to come back to developing for another year, uh, it shows a lot of it shows a lot of trust uh, that Isaiah Foskey had in the program. And he is a guy that's truly developed from the first year to the last year, uh, a product that Notre Dame can be proud of. Another chip on Mike Elston's block of great DNs he's been able to recruit to Notre Dame. And I think it's a good template for other DN recruits to see an Isaiah Falsky path under a Marcus Freeman uh, and at Notre Dame in general and see the success you can have in the near future. Justin Tuck played what? In 2000s, early 2000s, 20 years later, the record is broken. Yeah. I think uh, it's a it's a good trend to set for what we want to build, and that's amazing pass rushers at, at Notre Dame. And Isaiah Foskey has sealed his legacy on that. Can't be nothing else but proud. Hopefully he, uh, he lands in that first round, second round, like he was projected last year. Absolutely. Man, nothing but respect and success. He is going to the Senior Bowl where you can make your mark and really solidify yourself as that first-round pick. He'll get that opportunity. I think Jared Patterson is also going to be there, if I'm not mistaken. But, yo, the combination of Isaiah Foskey and Michael Mayer uh, deserve all the flowers and love that they get from Notre Dame. And people that have a problem with them foregoing the opportunity to play in the bowl game, relax. Relax. Like they've earned the right to prepare for the next phase of their life. They have. Now, getting back to Dylan Edwards in that situation, he decommits from Notre Dame. Look, Dylan Edwards was not really a focal point of the backfield. Dylan Edwards was, was going to be more of a slot type guy, special teams, jet sweep. He's explosive. Right, he was the fastest player in the class. Him and Michael Bell. Uh, depend. I mean, you could go either way if they raced. And you don't lose anything from the running back recruiting by losing him. Notre Dame will not be going after a fifth wide receiver. Tayshawn Lyons has Notre Dame and his four teams to choose from. When he makes his upcoming decision, but nah. Khalil Barnes has a decision coming up on the 16th. Notre Dame was supposed to go see him this week. They canceled that. And what Notre Dame did was they took that extra scholarship, and now they have offered and they're going after a four-star 23 defensive end and tight end named Mason Robinson. Yeah. Out of the DMV. Like, mm-hmm. see, this is what I'm talking about. Understanding. <laughs> Not just saying we lost a receiver. Let's go get another receiver. No, 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 no. You know what? Mm-mm. Let's go get some more help on this defensive line. Honest assessment of where you're at. So Mason Robinson is the latest offer, 2023, 6'4", 235 defensive end out of Madonna School in Owens Mill, Maryland. Um, great film. I love the kid. And I think it's the right move. This is when you properly identify and proper usage of your scholarships comes into play, left. 
That's right. That's right. Uh, proper use of scholarship is always in play towards the end of the signing day. You always want to leave one open and one just in case. Uh, a guy like uh, we had last night decommit. But, you know, I think Marcus Freeman is just going through the 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 ranks of, of what it is to recruit at this level. It's not Cincinnati. Uh, there's going to be a lot of things that, that are twisting terms in this game, but I think we got the right guy to handle uh, all the motion that happens in recruiting because um, it, it can be frustrating at times. It can be a little disappointing, uh, a little disheartening. I mean, I'm sure he probably feels a way if he just saw a kid and two minutes later the kid on the internet is in rumors saying he's about to decommit. He's like, damn, did I do something wrong that fast? Facts. So where it goes. So I know it's, it's it's probably stressful, especially all them flyer miles he's racking up. Uh, you know, trying to be committed to these kids, and kids are gonna be kids. So it's not an easy thing to recruit kids. Yeah. But I think Marcus Freeman uh, is sticking to his formula, man. He's sticking to his guns. He's not selling out to the easy route of of throwing money at players. And it's funny because I don't, even if he wanted to, I don't think he would be able to. At Notre Dame. I agree. That's what that's a little <laughs> he bit. got his own bag, you know, but, you know, I think he's finding ways around it, which is good, too. Yeah, let's look at this kid a little bit, <laughs> left because, you know, he, um, like I said, 235, coming off the edge, able to bend back inside right there. Long arms, man. That's one thing I like about this staff. They are going after long, traits. athletic kids. Yeah, traits like Boba Cartori is going like that. Okay. Okay. Ooh, that's how you paint a dude to the floor right that's there. Attitude. You know what I like? He can that turn corner. that hoop. You know, you know how they run the hula hoop? Yeah, he can turn he, that corner. He can turn. He has good bend. I like that. I like his retrace. Yeah. He got sucked inside and had the speed to get back outside. It looks good. Yeah. He a little stiff at the at the uh at the bend a little bit, but his long arms make up for so much. Yeah. And his extension. He he gonna jump for a guy. He ain't just gonna let you let you go by through the arm tackle. He's gonna lay out on the line uh to get that sack, make that play. Man, he can and, really get around that corner though, left. And the thing about it, though, is the long arms keeps the guy off of him. Yeah. Ooh, as he, yeah, as he you see him? Around, yeah, he yeah. just – Yeah. Ah, this is a real solid pickup. It reminds me a lot of how Khalid's film looked. I don't think Khalid's arms were as long, but Khalid had a motor and was able to bend that corner like, like this kid is. And this is just the diamonds in the rough, you know, the, 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 the late signees that were able to try to pull off. Uh, just shows that recruiting is 24-7 with this staff and that, yeah, we may get some good players early, but we're getting good players at the end too. Yo, like I said, if this is the floor, if this is the floor of your recruiting, kids like this, you're feeling pretty good. Definitely feeling good and especially liking to see you have – the QB having a lot of hurries and pressures. Yeah. One thing we got to replace is 25 sacks. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. And this is a kid that can at least shake it up or open up the, the, the offensive line concern for more than just one player. 
and he's gonna be he's gonna be a problem. Uh, I would love to see how Marcus Freeman develops him and Al Washington develops a kid like this because he looks a little undersized. Two thirty five. Yeah, he definitely well, he needs to put about thirty on. He need about thirty pounds on. Yeah, will it affect his speed? I like his get off and his and his aggression towards the line of scrimmage. Two thirty five is kind of little though. Yeah. So he'll a, a, a guy that we can develop and maybe a late bloomer to where you, that weight won't affect him and he go out there and fly around. Lucky Lucky Podcast once again, brand new twenty three offer, defensive end, tight end Mason Robinson. Out of Owen Mills, Maryland, McDonough School. Lucky Lucky Podcast, Al Washington is out there checking him out as well. For the Culture Friday, so we bring in our boy, man. I'm going to have to get on him, man. I I, I got to tip my cap to him and ask him for some of his culinary advice and diet uh, dietary advice because he's been putting in work. I'm watching him, man. He's putting I'm in work. Him. We go live with cuts. But I yo. Cuts. yo, yo. Hey, what's what's good? Shout out to Julio, everybody out there that's exclusive. My boy Nate that hooked me up when I was there for my book birthday. Oh yeah. It's a shout out Nate. <laughs> my boy Nate right here, man. Putting in work. Nate? What up, Nate? What's up, boy? Look, he over here working hard. <laughs> Oh, What's up, are, you, are, you, uh, are you gonna be filming anything upcoming for the uh, commits? Man, honestly, we had kind of weird. Yeah, we got nothing planned, but uh, but I know it's gonna be like a a, a big deal. Though. Right. right. National planning ain't gonna be a big deal. Oh yeah, yeah. I was just out there in Chicago over the weekend, man. Uh, got to cut him in uh Montgomery, the running back. Okay. It was cool, man. It was it was a dope experience. Uh, the game itself wasn't a good experience, but you know. I got the opportunity, even though they lost. How much do you feel a part of the recruitment cycle now that you're getting in there with recruits, you're cutting hair, you're talking to guys that are interested? Do you feel kind of like you're on staff, like a coach recruit as well? Oh, yeah, definitely. It feels so cool, bro, because, like, you know, like, I got to meet a lot of these guys before the games or, like, you know, on their visits, you know, got to talk to some of them. And uh, it's, a, it's so cool to see where their heads are and how serious they've been taking us, you know, the consideration of even coming here. So, uh, yeah, it's cool. And then once they finally commit, which hopefully they should all commit, it's like seeing them grow is the dopest thing ever, bro. Yeah. So when you see right. somebody like Dante Moore who you cut, yeah, 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 man, I wasn't happy with that, but yeah, man, I just was like, all right, go, 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 go do your thing. Regardless, you still gotta support them, you know. They're still like what, sixteen and seventeen. <laughs> So this is like Big kids. crazy. Yeah, did you rush the field at the Clemson game? Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know I had to. You know I had to. That was the best game I've ever been to in my life. You said it was the best game you've ever been to. Yes, the best game I've ever been to in my life. Straight up. So yeah, now that was. Who is the uh, the toughest haircut? Toughest haircut. Uh. 
Like on the team? That's real particular about how you cut their hair on the squad. Uh, yeah, who's real particular? Did you say coaches or, uh, or players? Man, man, either one. Man, it could be either one. Uh, well, I mean, the most, you said the most hardest or the most particular one? Yeah. Uh, I mean, the most particular, a lot of the coaches, man, like, you know, Marcus got a particular haircut. Coach Washington, Coach Washington. <laughs> you know, Coach Al Washington, you know, he, he makes sure everything's on point. So I got to always be on point, you know. I got to do all the little things like the beard and the eyebrows and everything, mustache. Yeah, that's all the coaches, man. That's all of them, honestly. So all the coaches get the extra mirror when you're done. They take that time yeah, to make sure it's right. Yeah, they all they all are recruiting right now. Uh, I think a lot of them coming back today, so I, I should be seeing a lot of them later on today. Actually, okay. Once again, live from exclusive cuts. Yes, I'm sir. Walking Indiana with our guy Julio Cuts, who is the head man. He's the marvelous yes, star. That's what I call you, bro. Oh yeah, appreciate stars, man. Just doing my thing. So you get the early enrollees, they come in in January. Is that when you really start the relationship with the new guys that will be coming in? Uh, yeah, definitely. Like, uh, we'll, we'll most likely have them come here to the shop, you know, book with us through uh, the app we use. So they can kind of like walk in here and kind of see the jerseys in the back. Their reactions are pretty cool when they walk in. It's like, damn, like, y'all serious. You know, y'all cut a lot of the guys are before us. Because it's, 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 it's dangerous because it wasn't always like that, man. We had to really find out on our own where to get our hair cut and stuff. Nah, yeah, nah. Now, now their own coaches are going to tell them to come over here. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's right. Evolution. They took their coach, you know? Screaming there. <laughs> for everybody to get to you before they head out to the bowl game. Oh, yeah. You said what? What's the deadline? What's the latest the players can get to you before they go to the bowl game? Well, I think a lot of them are flying home here soon and then are going to end up like going to uh, their house and then from their house going to the bowl game. I think that's how it's going to work. So I think probably next week or, yeah, I think next week will probably be the deadline. Because I know they got like an award show on Friday or something. And then after that, I think they leave. All right, man, we're going to let you go in a few minutes. But before we let you go, give us your favorite recruit that you cut. Favorite recruit in 2023 that you cut. Favorite recruit, man. That's tough, bro. They're all dope, honestly. But I got to choose one uh, favorite recruit that I cut. Uh, that had to have been around in the summer. Uh, let me see. Bro, it's so tough. Like even the old line guys were, were cool, you know. Like the Sullivan or something, bro name. Like a lot of those old line guys were so cool. But um, let's see, Eli. I know I cut Payne Bones, brother. Eli was dope. Uh, Payne Bone was there around us, you know. Sullivan Absher, you talked about him. Yeah, no, nah, he's cool. Um, you cut Drake Bowen's hair? Drake Bowen, not, not yet. 
Yeah, I haven't cut him yet. But uh, Jaden Greyhouse was around us. He was cool. Rico oh, Ford. Yeah, me and Nate was going crazy, too. I had another one of my barbers doing it with me, too. But Nate was going crazy during uh, the during, uh, official visit time. Yeah. But um, all these coming from different uh, areas, do they ask for different styles? Like Texas, it does be crazy. Anybody uh, honestly, I, I didn't get. Yeah, no, nah, I didn't get hit with too many weird ones this this year. Like, uh, but I know what you're talking about, like Florida mullets and stuff. Nah, none of them. Uh, nah, hey, I ain't gonna lie, Richard. Oh yeah, Dex was going crazy with it, huh? Richard Young was a cool guy. Richard Young was really dope. The, the running back that we we tried to get, but he was cool, man. Um, yeah, they're all honestly just young, man. It's just trying to really take this seriously and try to consider, you know, where they want to go to college. So we didn't really press them too much, but we was trying to, like, you know, give them, like, the idea that ND is the best place. But at the end of the day, they're just kids, and it's just like, bro, we having fun. They feel comfortable. That's the most important part. They feel so comfortable. You know? Oh, yeah. It's for the Culture Friday right here on Lucky Nucky Podcast. And you are yes, the swaggiest parts of the Notre Dame culture right now. So we have to be. Oh, right, you know. uh, bro, you already know. I appreciate it, man. When is, the, when is the next one signing day again? December 21st. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll be, I'll be counting down, man. We're going to ha- hopefully have one of the best classes that we've had in a long time. Yeah. And this. Oh, I probably should, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, y'all should come. Hey, you want party at the shop, I'll drive down. <laughs> hey, man, I told you guys this streaming area is going to be different, man. I can just tell right away. You know, it's serious stuff going on, and hopefully it's going it's going to show, you know, to, for everybody to see during the season, man. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. You so know? Everybody, if you I'm are excited. in the South if you're in the area, exclusive cuts, Julio cuts, and my boy Nate, that gets you right. Julio, oh, yeah. Us, oh, yeah, no problem, guys. Appreciate you guys having me on there. Yes, sir. Take care. I said, Cal, Julio cuts. We had to get them on, man. As we yeah, we was really in the field with that one. Oh, no. No, when I talked to him, he was like, man, man, do you mind if I set the camera up as I cut? And I'm like, nah, that's perfect. Have you been Good in mind. there recently? Man, I haven't been at all to Julio's. Julio's was like really like the, the – the, so I was a senior, mm-hmm. and it was the freshman – that was really on Julio, like the uh, Khalid and the Daylin, and you know, because we have Barbara Joe and our and our guys, our special guys. But when the freshmen came in, they found their own barber, they found their own little swag, and they kept trying to convince us, like, "Oh, you gotta go to Julio." I'm like, "I don't know no Julio," you know. But now Julio is a staple in the program. It just shows the evolution of where things go, uh, especially. Uh, from a culture standpoint, I'm sure that most recruits thinking yeah. about Notre Dame is definitely not thinking about getting a fresh cut when they find out where Notre Dame is. So give them that surprise. They're probably like, man, okay, this I can I can get comfortable, like you said, and enjoy the trip a little bit more, knowing you can get fresh at Notre Dame too. Don't let it, yeah. don't let it confuse you. <laughs> man, look, that dude, 
cut Georgia for the national championship. He cut Dan Lanning. Georgia players, they paid him to come down. You know, of course, with the South Bend Cubs, he cuts everybody on the Cubs once they make it to the major leagues. He comes up here to Chicago all the time. We stay in contact. Every now and then I get up with him when he comes up over the summer. And I told him, I can't kick it with you like that, bro. I can't shop with you. <laughs> I do. His shopping is on a whole another level. I was like, I'm still rocking Jordans. You trying to pay for these Balenciagas, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, he trying to take it next level with the cuts. So Freshest Barber in the in South Bend, man. Freshest Barber, him. Nate. Nate hooks me up when I go in town, man. It's a great experience. You go to the shop. Uh, every Notre Dame player that's ever been in the NFL has sent their jersey back to him. He has all of the NFL jerseys. That's why I asked you if you had been in the shop, all of the NFL jerseys are around the shop. It's a great experience. And then you sit there and then walks this 6'5", 310-pound dude, gives you the head nod and sits down for his haircut. And you sit up there talking basketball. Yeah. The player, just like he's a normal player, it's a great experience, man. Great experience. So if you're ever in South Bend for a game, game day or if you live in South Bend exclusive. You want to get the scoop on things, Notre Dame football head oh, over there. Because he'll he'll send me a question about a recruit, like what's going on? And I'll ask him about somebody on the current roster or a coach or something like that. Uh, man, I I can see Al Washington being that dude that wants to mirror like four or five times. Him, Dina McCullough, Marcus Freeman, they fresh for a reason now. Man, I was they, looking they, at Marcus. They, they, they learned, look, you know, together on them interviews. Dude, question of the day, LL Nation, have you ever seen Marcus Freeman with a bad fade? Never. Never. He might <laughs> get it cut every two days. <laughs> have you ever seen Marcus Freeman with a bad fade? They cut him like uh, they cut Spencer from All-American. Where every 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 time he come off camera, they just touching him up, right? Just touching him up, hitting the hitting the corners. Lucky <laughs> <laughs> Lucky Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, CFB Nation, and Conjuncture Irish Breakdown. Great content, man. State of Recruiting with John Garcia Jr. IB Sports Talk. Uh, Malik was on there last night with Sean and Jesse uh, Styers. Great show, and uh, CFB Nation talk. College football talk, all great content over at CFB Nation. Download it, set up for automatic downloads. Why don't you leave us five stars? And on top of that, just go ahead and uh, leave a comment. We greatly appreciate it. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. You already know we spin it different. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I, bro, I've never, I don't think I've ever seen Marcus. Now I'm going to start going back looking at Al Washington, too. Yeah. Now that we're talking to Julio, I, I doubt I've ever seen him. 
with a bad haircut. Antoine Porsche Rideau says, Sean, for mm -hmm. the culture, worst rapper, Silk the Shocker or Benzino? Benzino. I'm going to go with Silk because at least Benzino owned it. <laughs> at least he owned the label. At least he owned the magazine. Yeah. yeah. You know, when you don't own it, you can do what you want to do. That's right. Right? What was that? The owner of the Knicks has like his own band. And the band is supposed to be average, but he's the owner, man. He can do what he wants oh, to do. So we got to keep that in mind. If you're the owner, they can't tell you to give up your stuff now. Man, Silk the Shocker was crazy. So we apologize. I know the audio in there was a little bit I'm trying to be nice because I knew it was loud. That We take chances here, man, for the culture. I thought it would be dope. He could I mean, that's what it sounds like in a barbershop anyway. Right. Absolutely. And if he throws that party on National Sign Day, um, I'm driving down to report live, bro. Yeah. Like Cam, like Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> I might do the show. I might do the show. I might do the show with you live from the shop. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Might have to do it that way. Lucky Lefty Podcast. Um, they both were terrible. <laughs> I don't care. They both were terrible. Benzino and Silk the Shocker were both terrible, man. Like, there is no ifs, ands, or buts about that one. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, we covered Fosky. I want to make sure I covered everything, bro. College football, Fosky, Mayor Snub, the decommitment. Marcus Freeman, before we get to the petty train. You ever see someone years down the line that you might have been in business with or in a relationship with, and you see they're doing well, but you're in a different space <laughs> and you're happy? Yeah. I don't care what the record says, Notre Dame fans should be happy. Be happy with the relationship that you're no longer in and be happy for the direction because you know if you're in the beginning stages of a relationship you're going through the process of getting to know somebody all over again like lance taylor shout out to him over his head coaching job shout out to him over western michigan so look eight and four is that beginning stage of the foundation yeah. it ain't no more eight and four no, yeah. ain't no and more eight and four. look this class was built up so good that we expected. I don't know about anybody else. I expected. Yeah, like when you put the root beer in the cup and it overflows a little yeah. bit. I expect yeah. the bubbles on the top because it's just it's so much. Yeah, you know, we we yeah. we 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 bubbling so much as a class. We're gonna have a little spillover. You know, it's still good. with they we 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 shape up the size a little bit so that the bubbles don't come out too overflow too much. But you're gonna have yeah. a little overfill. Yeah, but it's fine because what we got inside that cup is still gold. It's still yeah. it's still top in the country. Yeah, we, we, a little falls out on the top. Okay, okay, we wipe it up. It's cool. Yeah. but what we got inside is still good. I like it, man. I like it. 
I love this class, man. The depth that's being added to the wide receiver room. Look, if I was Dylan, if I were Dylan Edwards, I would question. Man, you look at the wide receivers they're bringing in, and then you look at the running back room. Like we we haven't even, dude, Jadarian Price. Did you see the video? Did you see that dude in the weight room? Yeah. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen the I latest saw video. That picture of Jadarian. Dude, this dude. I've been telling y'all. I've been, look, I've been telling you. He's faster than Aldrich, faster than Logan. I don't know if he's faster than Chris Tyree, but he damn near as big as Aldrich now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he's coming for a lot. And he's a really good kid, so absolutely, I'm sticking behind it. Jadarian Price is going to be something to reckon with next year, man. So you know, if I were him and Jay Lamar, Jay Lamar should look at the depth chart and say, "Man, you know, there is another running back in the 24 class that has a commitment coming up next week that is trending heavily in the direction of Notre Dame." Just happens to be the number one running back in the nation to some. In the nation. Just happens to be the all-time rushing leader in the state of Missouri after three years. And he's trending. And Ezekiel Elliott came from there too. Yes, and he's trending to Notre Dame. He's making his decision next week. Yeah. So, I mean, look, I'm, I'm not mad. NIL nope. decisions, depth charts. I'm not mad at anybody that looks at this 23 class with the talent that's there from the 22 class and says, you know, it might be All better. All I'm going to say is don't play yourself. Don't no, play yourself please. trying to say something that, you know, here today, gone tomorrow. I mean, I – no, man. You know. We're not saying he's going to be committed. No, we're not saying he's going to decommit. We're just saying at the running back position, I would not be shocked if someone looked at the stacked room and said, somebody's going to give me a start shot. Dylan Edwards, wherever he goes, is I promise you is being promised. Immediate action. Immediate action. Notre Dame wasn't promising him that. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard to. No. At this point, yeah, no give one a is, commitment to anybody that they have started first no. year. So, once again, not even Peyton Bowen. It's hard to even tell Peyton Bowen. You know why they can look Peyton Bowen in the eye and say that? Because they did it to Jalen C. They did it to Nolan Ziegler. They said, you're going to earn your spot on this practice field. You want to get on the field? Earn it. So I don't care how many stars you have coming in. Go earn it. Go work. Earn it. We're not giving anything to anyone. So, look, like I said before, and I think we put it on the board at IB uh, Irish Breakdown last night. You know, they made the decision. We're good with the four guys we have in the wide receiver room. We lose Dylan Edwards. We could go after another wide receiver. 
we could continue to really press Khalil Barnes, but guess what? We need to go get this defensive end that can come around the corner and get to the quarterback. That's right. Let's go get another one. And that's, you know, you have to. We we see what it can do for a team like Clemson who, you know, had four All-Americans, and we saw what it can do for them, give them a championship. Look, I'm just happy to see honest assessment and recruiting, bro. Yeah. And I, man, we agree with you, Rocket Rebound. At this point, go get a Viper, dude. Go get him. Especially with the receivers you have in tow. Go get him. And like I said, um, you know, this 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 coaching staff is not in the business of promises, bro. Not in the business, not even whatsoever. No. No, they're not, not in the business of promise. I I've heard that Al Washington at some point is going to be in Chicago as well to see a very important recruit in 24. I think everybody knows who I'm talking about. He he might be the most important recruit Mm. in 24. I chopped it up with his coach last night. So, Think somebody might be stopping by the west side of Chicago, bro. To check okay. out somebody. Okay. It's much needed. And he's huge. Man. We seen that we we talked about him a little bit. He's man, huge in multiple in a variety of ways. That's right. Man. Jason Hewlett. Man, you stop. Stop, man. He says silk got classics. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Not today. You want? I can point out so many bad rappers that have classic songs, dude. Heck, Busta yeah, like Will Smith, LL Cool J, Young MC. Come on, dude. Rev Run is not the greatest uh, rapper in the world, bro. Montel Jordan. <laughs> Man. I think we have a couple of, uh, yeah, a couple of super chats, bro. Let's get to them before we get out of here. Jason Hewlett, I have to speak straight words. We cannot win the championship with Golden and Tommy Reese as our coordinators. They won't play their best players due to trust. Hope Free figures it out. Luck for OC. You got something for that? Definitely me for OC, 100%. (laughs) But, you know, I think that was used more as an excuse. I don't think it's an actual trust thing because if it was, I don't think they would have recruited him. Uh, I think it was more coach speak. But this is another season coming up where there are no more excuses for that. Most of these guys that we wanted have been in the program for a year now and some change where if you can't trust them now, then tell them to transfer. Because with everything that's happening fast in college football, there ain't no time to wait. So we either use them or lose them. And I think that this year we're not going to make the same mistake as last year. 85 receptions for 1,160 yards and nine touchdowns. 
That's enough for me to know that Tobias Merriweather needs about five to seven targets in this bowl game. Yeah. Yeah. The ball, needs, need, the ball needs to fly his way a couple more times. Yeah. I know he was out with the concussion late in the season, but, yo, know, Jason Hewlett, once again, thank you for the super chat. The fact that number 22 starts over number seven is beyond me. Lord, please. Who was 22? Peyton Bowen. No, I guess who's 22? Logan Diggs is number three. If that's who you're talking about. And honestly, Logan Diggs, in my opinion, was the most impressive running back in the toughest games. Honestly. Yeah, down the stretch. Yeah, I was very impressed with Logan Diggs this season. And he he's more trustworthy with the ball. Audrey estimate got over that eventually, but Logan Diggs doesn't put the ball on the ground. No, he doesn't. So, um, I don't know. I think that, oh, by the way, I'm only halfway through the scissor album, bro. First half was, I'm sorry. I don't know. SZA, I think uh, I think SZA has some good stuff here and there. I don't like her content and her music all the time, but, you know. I, pin, I love the pin game on the last album. Yeah, on the last album. Yeah, great. That was fabulous. It was fabulous. But I'll, I don't know, I'll check that. I'm looking forward to the app, so dropping next yeah, week. December 16th, me too, yeah. and all the features. You got some good features on there. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the app, so. Um, yeah, you tapped in a little bit to the culture, Sean? Oh, man, please. I'm tapped in more than most young folks. That's right. <laughs> app Soul is one of my, man, one of my favorite, favorite artists my favorite. out there, dude. I love that dude. All right, bro. Well, we appreciate everybody that joined in. Julio Cuts jumped in to talk to us from exclusive cuts out there in Mishawaka, Indiana. We talked Marcus Freeman. We talked college football awards. We talked the angst amongst the Notre Dame fan base about Michael Mayer not getting the Mackey Award. And then we talked about Mason Robinson, the new 23 defensive end offered from Notre Dame. And we also talked about Dylan Edwards decommitting from the 2023 class. Notre Dame is going to be okay. Uh, I feel pretty confident in that, that Notre Dame is going to be all right, no matter what, left. No matter what. Man, so <sighs> big time weekend, man. Everybody get some rest, go out there, shop. Don't spend all your money. You know what time it is. It's time to get petty. Oh, we did a good job executing. Are you upset with something? And fire up the Petticoat Junction train. I just don't like you. You don't? No. What is today's petty historic Petty Junction?
Petty Junction, Petty, your story of the day brought to you by Nora Whiskey at norawhiskey.com. That premium American whiskey, norawhiskey.com. Bro, look, I'm definitely going to put the college football awards on the Petty train. Yep. We pointed it out. It's just certain things that just don't make sense. And if it's going to be a political show, then just say, and just say politics and, and just keep it moving, man. Like, yeah. I think the Heisman has lost the luster. I think some of the other awards has lost the luster. I think expanding the playoffs is going to – I just think the playoffs are going to be eh. – Mm-hmm. We're gonna be talking about the same three to four teams. Yeah, especially if it's uneven in the teams. You know, it's it ain't like college basketball. Yeah, you might get some good matchups early on, but other than that, especially with the top four teams getting buys, uh, it's no different than watching bowl games. Uh, I actually like bowl games back in the day as a shorty, bro. Especially on New Year's Day. I have a problem with that. I have a problem with that at all. Dude, did you hear about this story out on the East Coast where this guy was living, had to uh, welcome his in-laws into their house when they fell on tough times? They lost their crib. He got so upset with the living arrangement that he came out and I think he murdered the father Injured sister-in-law and a mother-in-law. I had to throw this dude on the petty train, man. Like, just ask him to leave, bro. Yeah, bro, you're doing too much. Just be like, I don't like this arrangement. <laughs> yeah, you got upset about the arrangement, man. Look, I told we talked about this last week, like how crazy things are now. Uh, this week at our church. In the city, man, somebody came by and it had to be a professional that knew what they were doing. They literally cut the exterior electric box. They just cut it and took it. And took it? <laughs> just took it, dude. So we didn't even have electricity, bro, for like a, a full day. And, you know, we finally got it replaced. But it was just, you know, they took it. They're probably selling it for the copper. And I know it had to be someone that knew what they were doing because, dude, so much voltage was going through it. You had to know exactly where to cut and how to, do, you know, take it away. So it's just the type of stuff, man. And all and everything that's happening, dude, we're still thankful and grateful, dude, right? That's just sure. the time of season it is, man. Love on each other. Don't take things too personal this season, man. Appreciate what you got. Appreciate Notre Dame and his program. Marcus Freeman, where it's headed. Man, yeah. So I got to throw those dudes on the petty train, man. Yeah. Desperate times, man. So That's it. Anybody else left? Nah, that, that tripped me out. Stole it for the copper, huh? For the copper, bro. Stole it for the copper. It is what it is, man. Like you said, desperate times, man. So, once again, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CFB Nation in conjunction with Irish Breakdown. Go get all of our great content this week. 
some great shows. If something breaks, I don't think anything big is going to break, but you never know. We might have to do an O and another thing. We just might have to. You know, if we have to, we'll do it. So prayers to everyone out there, man. You guys stay safe. Continue to enjoy the holiday season. Appreciate what you got. Move forward to what's for you in the future. And uh, yeah, have a great weekend. But most of all, make sure that you spin it different. We'll see you guys Monday, man, for more great coverage of the Notre Dame Fighting Irish.